Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we're diving into The Science of Living by Dr. Stuart Farriman. Published in 2020, this insightful work unlocks the science underpinning everyday activities and dispels the myths that shape our daily habits. With the goal to help listeners optimize their day to day routines, Dr. Faramund empowers us to lead lives that are not only healthier and happier, but also more productive. Dr. Stuart Faramund, a medical and science writer, educator, and renowned broadcaster, imparts his expertise in a manner that is both accessible and engaging. Known for the best selling books, The Science of Cooking, and The Science of Spice, and his role as the food scientist on the BBC show Inside the Factory since 2017. Dr. Faramond brings a wealth of knowledge and credibility to the table. The Science of Living is a must-listen for anyone striving for an improved quality of life. Whether you're seeking to enhance your overall well-being, looking to get the most out of your daily schedule, or you find yourself grappling with work-related stress, sleep issues, or poor time management, this book has valuable insights tailored just for you. Join us as we explore how to live better by understanding the science that governs our every action. The Science of Living, 219 Reasons to Rethink Your Daily Routine. Introduction. Unlock the secrets of daily vitality with science. Have you ever wondered why some days feel like a breeze while others seem to drag on endlessly? Why you might wake up feeling groggy even after a decent night's sleep, or struggle to drift off after a late-night Netflix binge? These daily conundrums might seem small, but they contribute to a much larger picture, the science of living. Choosing wisely in response to these questions can be the difference between a day spent flourishing and one spent just getting by. Dive deep into scientific insights to master your daily routine. Learn why certain choices can aid your pursuit of health, happiness, and efficiency. Shed the weight of old wives' tales and empower yourself with knowledge grounded in research. Embrace scientific wisdom to transform your everyday decisions, from dressing for the weather to conquering sleepless nights. As we journey through this exploration, you'll discover the reason waking during non-REM sleep might disrupt your morning freshness, why opting for smoothies over fruit juices can boost your health, and the actual amount of your day that's spent in productive endeavor. By aligning your lifestyle with proven scientific principles, you can optimize each day, unlocking the full potential of your time and energy. Part 1. Conquer sleepy mornings with science-backed pick-me-ups. The battle between the dream world and waking life starts with the relentless nagging of your alarm clock. Despite hitting snooze, giving yourself just a few more minutes of rest, there's no denying it. The morning's here, and it's time to rise and shine. Or more accurately, rise and groan. Feeling like you've been wrestling in your sleep isn't just you. It's a common part of the human experience. So why is the act of greeting the day often so grueling? And more importantly, how can you make it easier? Here's a tip. Conquer sleepy mornings with science-backed pick-me-ups. Firstly, it's natural to feel a bit sluggish when you wake. Many bodily systems really shut down for a good rest at night. 
just like the restful pause of nature in winter. Waking up can sometimes be akin to rolling a boulder uphill, especially when you surface from the deep, dreamless state known as non-REM sleep. If your alarm jolts you awake during this heavy sleep phase, your brain, particularly the reasoning frontal lobes, won't be firing on all cylinders just yet. So, what's the antidote to morning grogginess? Sunlight can be your ally, jump-starting wakefulness, hormones, and giving your body the biological hint that it's time to start the day. Stretching like a cat, taking a brisk walk, or doing a sun salutation can also get your blood pumping to those sleepy corners of your mind, helping clear the morning fog. It's worth noting, though, that being a morning person or a night owl is largely written in your DNA, through something known as your chronotype. This internal clock makes some of us spry at dawn, while turning others into nighttime virtuosos, fully awake when the stars are out. If you're naturally inclined to be a night owl, mornings will inherently be tougher. The key, then, is to find a lifestyle that harmonizes with your chronotype, seeking out careers or routines that cater to the times when you're naturally more alert and productive. In this way, you can work with your body's rhythm rather than against it, and maybe even make peace with your alarm clock. Part 2. Re-evaluating breakfast, not the crucial meal you've been told. The mantra that breakfast is the most critical meal of the day is as much a cultural staple as it is a nutritional one, with bustling breakfast spots and endless cereal options dominating the morning landscape. Yet this ritual, while seemingly age-old, isn't as deeply entrenched in history as you might think. Breakfast, as a must-consume meal, is a rather modern concoction, heavily seasoned with the influence of commercial interests, especially those of the cereal industry. So could skipping breakfast really be an option? Let's unwrap some myths. The truth to digest here is, breakfast isn't quite as important as you think. While breakfast has been touted as a metabolism booster and essential start to anyone's diet, recent findings beg to differ. Research indicates that the metabolic response to breakfast isn't significantly different from any other meal. It boils down to your internal clock, your chronotype, which dictates your natural hunger patterns. If your stomach doesn't growl first thing in the morning, don't fret. You're not doing your body a disservice. Sure, certain individuals, those managing diabetes for instance, or someone engaging in strenuous physical activity early in the day, would benefit from the energy that breakfast provides. But for the average person, breakfast is less a biological necessity and more a personal preference. If you're among those who embrace breakfast, selecting the right kind of morning fuel is key. Whole grain porridge stands out as a champion. It's a slow energy releaser and a satiety star, offering sustained power through the morning rush. In the same bowl, prioritize whole foods over processed ones. The less refined, the better. Steer clear of sugar-laden cereals and consider whole grain alternatives. When it comes to the liquid side of breakfast, smoothies trump fruit juices. Why? When you blend a fruit, you keep the fiber intact, a crucial component for gut health that is lost in juicing. And vitamins? Generally, they're supplemental in every sense. Most well-balanced diets provide all the vitamins and minerals you need without the aid of pills and powders. Unless there's a specific health requirement, nature's bounty in your meals is sufficient for most nutritional needs. 
Part 3. The Science of Staying Comfortable, No Matter the Forecast. You have nourished yourself with a nutrient-rich breakfast and now stand before the window, surveying the wintry scene outside. Snow blankets everything in sight, transforming familiar landscapes into a frosty wonderland. As you contemplate venturing out, the question of how to dress inappropriately warm layers emerges. Fortunately, science has a wardrobe ready for such weather inquiries. Here's a fact to dress by. Dressing for the weather really is an exact science. On those bone-chilling days, layering is your best friend. Contrary to what you might think, it's not just the fabric alone that shields you from the cold. It's the air that your outfit entraps. Just like a solitary woolen jumper, a big coat might not suffice to hold enough insulating air compared to several overlaid, lighter garments. It's this still, warm air, trapped between the layers and close to your skin, that acts as a cozy barrier against the cold. The same principle applies to the insulating gap in double-glazed windows. And let's talk about hats. In freezing conditions, think temperatures below 25 degrees F-A, donning a hat is crucial, since up to half of your body heat can escape from your head. Regarding the often heard claim that women are more sensitive to cold than men, it's not about toughness, but biology. Elevated estrogen levels in women cause blood to thicken, which can slow down circulation to extremities, making them more prone to feeling cold. On the flip side, when the landscape is less winter wonderland and more summer scorcher, science still has dressing tips to offer. Your body's main cooling mechanism is sweat, which evaporates and takes the heat away from your skin. To support your body's natural air conditioning, opt for apparel that amplifies this process. Loose clothing is ideal, but even better is clothing designed with sophisticated wicking fibers whose microscopic gaps are engineered to draw moisture away from your skin, thereby enhancing the cooling effect. Choosing clothes with these scientific insights ensures you are well-equipped to embrace the heat wave with breezy confidence while others might wilt under the relentless sun. Part 4. Optimize your day with the science of rhythm. It's a familiar struggle as old as time, or at least as old as the five-day work week, you launch into Monday with gusto, tackling a daunting task with unexpected vigor, only to find yourself sapped of energy just hours later. What turned your productive powerhouse into a sluggish snooze fest by lunchtime? Enter the science of circadian rhythms and energy management, ready to revamp how you approach your daily to-do list. Here's a practical guide. Science can help you structure your days. For the majority, the initial hours after waking up pack the most mental punch. This is when complex analytical tasks should be prioritized. Writing a thesis, piecing together intricate data, or managing demanding machinery, this is your brain's golden period. Guard these hours jealously from distractions and create an environment conducive to deep work. Post-lunch, blues are not just a myth, they're a scientific fact. The focused fizz from the early hours goes flat, leaving you with a less attentive mind. The solution? Reserve the afternoon for lighter chores, administrative tasks, meetings, or brainstorming sessions. And don't underestimate the power of a break. Stepping away from your desk can reboot your brain, so you return to your tasks with renewed vigor. 
but not everyone's peak productivity aligns with the sunrise. Night owls hit their stride later in the day, so if this is you, your surge in sharp thinking will happen post-noon. Adjusting your work schedule to this natural inclination can make a world of difference. When it comes to your body, it prefers a slow start. Rigorous exercise is optimal for the latter half of the day when your muscles are primed and ready. It's the ideal time for a calorie-burning spin class or a powerlifting session. Morning workouts, while beneficial for kickstarting your system, should be milder. Think jogging or stretching. By tuning into your body's natural tempo, you can craft a day that flows smoothly from one productive beat to the next, ensuring every hour is used wisely, whether for work, exercise, or well-deserved rest. Part 5. The Secret to Overcoming the Post-Lunch Energy Dip As the lunch hour ticks by and you fuel your body for the afternoon ahead, a familiar nemesis looms on the horizon. Before you've cleared away the sandwich wrappers or paid the restaurant bill, a wave of lethargy descends upon you, threatening to derail your afternoon endeavours. But fear not, there are tactics to outsmart this siesta sentiment that wants to turn your desk into a pillow. The tip you need, there are ways to manage post-lunch tiredness. This midday sluggishness has a biological basis. It's your body's response to digesting food. After you eat, your body diverts blood to the stomach, aiding in the hard work of breaking down your lunch. Meanwhile, your gut starts releasing sleepy hormones into your bloodstream, as if whispering, isn't it nap time? The heaviness of your meal plays a big role. Larger meals make your digestive system buckle down, which can amplify drowsiness to the point where it takes command of your next few hours. So if your schedule demands acute afternoon focus, consider a lighter lunch to keep the sandman at bay. Also, if you need to drive post-lunch, a word of caution. Stay extra alert, as this is prime time for traffic accidents due to drowsy drivers. Postprandial drowsiness, the official term for this experience, is a convincing argument for the siesta culture prevalent in some parts of the world. Despite some resistance, largely due to the remnants of a staunch work ethic in Western societies, the reality remains that humans are biologically inclined towards biphasic sleep. We're wired for two snoozes a day, much like our mammalian kin, the dolphins and chimpanzees. If your workplace policies permit, or you work from home, consider embracing a brief nap. Around 20 minutes should suffice. This can reboot your alertness and productivity, allowing you to return to your tasks with a sharpened focus and vigor. Adapting to your body's natural rhythms, rather than resisting them, might just be the key to fully harnessing your potential throughout the day. Part 6. Nurture your well-being through the joy of social connections. The work clock chimes its end, the emails dwindle, and suddenly you're greeted by an invitation to unwind with friends over drinks. As you all swap stories and share laughter, a collective sense of ease washes over you. This is the ancient dance of socialization, a practice that predates modern civilization and remains a cornerstone of the human experience a vital insight for your health. Socializing is vital for your mental and physical health. Our propensity for social interaction is deeply rooted in our evolutionary history. Some two million years back, our ancestors shed their fur, which incidentally led to more visible and expressive faces. 
This evolution paved the way for improved nonverbal communication and the rich tapestry of human connection we know today. It is undeniable. Our ability to form intricate social bonds has played a crucial role in our ascension as a species. But the merits of socializing aren't limited to the collective. They have profound personal impacts as well. As you engage in the pleasantries and profundities of a conversation, your brain comes alive, releasing a cocktail of feel-good hormones like dopamine and oxytocin. These not only elevate your mood but also fortify your social bonds. What's more, these hormonal boosts from frequent social engagements can fend off anxiety, mitigate stress, and cultivate overall well-being, solidifying the link between social interaction and good health. Research attests to the necessity of regular connections with friends and family for sustaining both mental and physical robustness, with caring and empathetic interactions providing an emotional equilibrium. In contrast, Isolation doesn't just cast a shadow over your mood. It takes a tangible toll on both mind and body. Loneliness can manifest such profound discomfort that relief sometimes comes in the form of analgesics, typically reserved for physical pain. So as you weave through life's rich tapestry, bear in mind that the relationships you nurture are not just social threads. They're lifelines to your health and happiness. Cherish your circle of friends and keep your family ties strong. Your well-being depends on it. Part 7. The three pillars of a peaceful slumber. The day has drawn to a close. You've nestled into the comfort of your bed. Yet sleep remains an elusive companion. Thoughts race. Worries bubble up. And despite your best efforts, you're left tossing and turning. It turns out the strategies to drift off into dreamland are more scientific than you might think. And they don't involve counting any livestock. Here are the essentials. When it comes to getting to sleep, there are three key factors. First, consider the climate of your sleeping quarters. Research into societies that live as our ancestors did indicates that a drop in temperature is a natural precursor to sleep. A bedchamber that's too warm can keep you wide-eyed, so try cracking a window to let in some cool night air. Next, plunge your bedroom into darkness. The absence of light, coupled with a cooler environment, is like a double-sided invitation to your brain, signaling that it's time for rest. This has been the norm for millennia, coaxing our forebears into nighty-night mode at dusk. Modern light pollution, however, can disrupt this age-old cue. You can counteract this by dimming the lights in the evening, prepping your brain for the impending shut-eye. In fact, a stint of camping can recalibrate your internal clock to this natural rhythm in mere days. Routine is the third pillar of sleep. Establishing consistent bedtime rituals and sticking to a fixed sleep schedule can usher in a sense of predictability that translates to easier snoozing. This could encompass a variety of wind-down activities, like a nightly meditation, a warm bath, or dimming the lights. Consistency is key. It trains your mind to anticipate the onset of rest. And remember, lying in bed wide awake is counterproductive. Instead of lingering in a state of wakefulness, get up and engage in a quiet activity like reading or listening to soothing music in another room. Only return to bed when sleepiness takes hold. This strategic retreat can help break the cycle of wakefulness in bed, paving the way for restful nights ahead. Sweet dreams are within reach, you just have to set the stage. 
Final summary. Let science be your guide to a better, more harmonious daily life. Our individual body clocks dictate a unique rhythm for each of us that controls our sleep patterns, our meal preferences, and our peak hours of productivity. Understanding and aligning with these personal rhythms can elevate our existence. It can teach us to cherish the times when we are most alert and creative, to nourish our bodies more thoughtfully, and to steer clear of ingrained habits that don't serve our well-being. Embrace the revelations that science offers, and you'll be well on your way to living a life that's not just efficient, but also healthy and fulfilling. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.